Hi, I'm Krista. Welcome to Dumb Hot Mom. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, mamas? How are you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Dumb Hot Mom, where all you have to have figured out is that you're a hottie. Did everyone have a good week? I feel like I feel like a lot of my mom friends had a tough week last week. So if you are one of them, if you are in that boat, I see you. I'm proud of you. You are doing a great job. And you look really hot today. Today, the day the podcast airs, is my sweet mama's birthday. So first and foremost, happy birthday, mom. I hope you have an awesome day today. And I just love you so much. And thank you for listening. And I just I just want to spend some time talking about you today. So we are going to talk about my mama and some fun memories that I remember from my childhood. Oh, and also, before I forget, I almost forgot. This is super embarrassing. But it's actually my, it was at my dad's birthday yesterday on Sunday. So that's super fun. They're two years and one day apart. So happy birthday, daddy-o. I love you so much too. Okay, let me just set the scene here for my sweet mama, okay? So we went to elementary school and it was kind of far away. Like as an adult, like thinking back, it was maybe, maybe like a mile and a half or something. Um, But we would walk to and fro, to and fro, who am I? Uh, But we would walk to school and um, home. And when we would get home, my mom almost always, like, like actually, maybe not always, because thinking through that logistically, it doesn't really make sense. But almost always, she would have cookies for us when we got home from school. And I just have, like, this vivid memory of opening up the front door and running into the kitchen and smelling these delicious cookies. And the sun is beaming in the kitchen and my sweet mom is there and it's just a warm fun memory of my childhood she was just that mom you know like she just had her crap together and just was such a sweetheart such a sweet mom that just just feels like a core memory for me just coming home from school and eating some delicious chocolate chip oatmeal cookies my mom makes the best chocolate chip oatmeal cookies by the way Oh, I want some. I want some. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I just remember that just coming home. And when I think of a, a good childhood memory, I think of that. Um, okay, next memory. So we, we live in Utah and June is supposed to be hot, right? Like June is summer here in Utah. But one year when we were little, it snowed in June. It straight up snowed in June. And if luck would have it, it was the week my parents were replacing our furnace. And so we like literally didn't have any heat for the week that it snowed in June. Can you believe that by the way? Like, uh, yikes. That, that sucks. That's some bad luck. But you know what my mom and dad did? They made it a game and they were so sweet and we got all of our sleeping bags and we camped out in the front room in front of our fireplace. And it was so fun. I just like loved that. Like I just remember 
my mom and my dad just making things fun and we worked really, really hard, but we also just had fun. And I loved that. She would sing show tunes on Saturday morning and hymns on Sunday, and she filled our home with music. She played the piano and also the violin, and I just loved it. I love when our family like sings together or you know, just, just spends time with music together because I really love that. Un- unfortunately, uh, my, my mom and my dad actually were both are both very talented musicians and they all wanted us they both wanted us to like grow up and play music and unfortunately all of us kind of failed that so I'm sorry mom sorry dad (laughs) uh but anyway back to back to filling our home with music so she she'd have a cd for certain times of the year like she had like halloween cds that we would listen to every year and fourth of july cds and just like all sorts of things and we would just turn up the volume in our kitchen while we cooked or cleaned or ate or whatever and just sing and it was just fun just loved it love it love it the last thing i want to mention is I just love that we were never a burden to my mom and I've I've always I, I've told her this a lot because it's super important to me but she just like made us feel like a delight and that we were like her purpose and it was just so sweet and I I always want Charlotte to feel that way that she is a delight and she's not a burden and my mom never made us feel like a burden and and you know sometimes it is hard it's hard parenting. I'm three months in and it's, it's real hard sometimes. Definitely challenging, but you know, she never made us feel like a burden and she had four of us. So she's really just such a rock star. I just love her. So happy birthday, mom. I hope you enjoyed this little tidbit of just things I love about my mom. And without further ado, we'll get into the rest of the episode. All right, let's go on to announcements and random shiz that have crossed my mind this week. Okay, first and foremost, the new Jonas Brothers album came out. And it is so good and it's so sweet. And it's it's like from the perspective of where where they kind of are now. Like they're all dads and husbands and they're big boys and just like that was weird why did I say big boys <laughs> oh gosh but they're just they're just older and so it just it you know it came from the perspective of that I love summer baby um I feel like that's such a sweet song and I sent it to Nathan because he my sweet husband he does feel like summer he is so fun and sweet but so I sent him that and then there's also a song on there called little bird oh my god Gosh, I sobbed. The first time I heard it, I was holding Charlotte while she was doing one of her classic like 30-minute naps. And I I had to wipe tears off of my baby because I was like just crying so hard. You have to listen to it. It's totally like father-daughter dance song at the wedding. It's so sweet. I, I'm tearing up as we speak. Like I can't even talk about it. It's so sweet. <sighs> After just having a daughter that's just so tender and Nathan's just such a good dad and just, oh, it hit me right in the feels. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, also that album, John Bellion actually like wrote like and helped with most of the songs and we love John Bellion. We stand John Bellion so hard. He is so awesome. Um, we haven't heard a lot from him lately, but a couple of albums have come out and it's like, oh, 
oh yeah, you've been busy because you've been writing everybody else's songs, which are so good. But I would love, I would love a little, a little more John Belly in my life. I hate that I shortened that to Belly. Forget, forget that. Redact, redact. <laughs> uh, okay. Next announcement, which isn't really an announcement, but it's food news because you know what? That's what we're about here. So you know how Oreos have been kind of out of control the past few years? Like it's 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 wild. Like when they came out with cookies and cream flavored Oreos, it's just come come on. Really? Really? But anyway, so right in that same vein, Reese's is kind of being out of control too now. I just saw an ad this week for Reese's Puffs Reese's. They they put a cereal made to taste like a candy in that candy. So it's madness and absolutely delightful. I cannot wait to try. But yeah, it's a little out of control. On the topic of snack foods, my husband and I were talking this week, and we have the same core memory that I, I want to see if other people have, okay? So, <laughs> all right, picture this. You're in elementary school. You just learned about, like, the food pyramid, which turns out is a total sham. <laughs> and you're, you go into your pantry or your fridge, and you're looking for an after-school snack. It's like the one day that your mom didn't make cookies. <laughs> and you're thinking, oh my gosh, we have strawberries. I'm going to have a healthy snack. And then you go to the pantry and you pour yourself a bowl of sugar and you just dip and coat that strawberry in this thick, gritty crust of sugar. And you think to yourself, wow, what a healthy treat I'm having. (laughs) I... We both did this, and I think it's so funny that we both, like, thought that we were health kings and queens, like, eating strawberries, being healthy, <laughs> just coating it in sugar. Did anybody else do that? Let me know, because, first of all, it was a delicious snack. I kind of want to do it again, but... Now I know it's not healthy, but it's it's fun. It's good. It's balanced, right? There's some health benefits to that. Strawberries have like antioxidants. Does it cancel out all the sugar? Probably not, but that's okay. All right, next, the third Guardians of the Galaxy came out. And I need to talk about a little something, okay? Let's talk about Sean Gunn. All right, I had a mind-blowing experience earlier this week when I figured out and saw that Kirk from Gilmore Girls, Sean Gunn is his name, was in Guardians of the Galaxy. And my brain blew even more when I found out that his brother, James Gunn, actually directed the movie, the third movie. So anyway, so I started, you know, poking around, looking around, doing some research, just just like I do. And I found out that Sean Gunn plays a character called Craglin, who I actually don't know who that is, because as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I'm in an 
toxic relationship with Marvel. It's on again, off again. It's kind of off right now. We'll see if we work it out. But anyway, Sean Gunn plays that character, Kraglin, but he also plays Rocket's body. He he doesn't he doesn't voice Rocket. Bradley Cooper does that, but Sean acts it out with a special like animation suit so that the animators can animate it and have it like look more realistic. And you know what we have here is typical sibling bullying. Yeah, bullying. Let's break it down. Okay, Mr. Cool Guy Bradley Cooper. He's like, yeah, I'm the voice of Rocket. And he took one look at that green suit that, like, just sucks. Oh, I'm so sorry I made that noise. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to illustrate something, but that was disgusting. I'm so sorry. Redact. Redact, redact, redact. Yuck. But anyway, so there's this green suit, and it just sticks to you, and it, you know, goes over your head, so you're like a bald little green froggy, and you look like a definite goober but anyway you you put that on and then the animators like can animate faster but bradley cooper looks at that suit and he says absolutely not pass he says pass to the green suit and so the director james is like crap what am i gonna do and then he goes to the 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 brother right and he's like brother yeah yeah you can be in my movie but you have to put on this green suit and pretend to be a space raccoon. Okay? You got to do that and then you can play this character. And you know who would love to crawl around and pretend to be a space raccoon? Kirk. Kirk from Gilmore Girls. It's a very Kirk from Gilmore Girls behavior to want to crawl around like a space raccoon. Okay? props to those actors like absolutely super talented but I could not take myself seriously if I had to wear that suit so like academy award I don't you know just amazing an amazing job to the animators too because that is so amazing okay I'm getting off track here but Kirk from Gilmore Girls space raccoon uh, I'm new to Gilmore Girls, and I'm probably going to do like a deep dive on what I think about Gil- Gilmore Girls later, because I never watched it growing up, but the last like eight months or so, um, I've been diving into it. I'm not quite done because I'm just so annoyed. <laughs> I'm so annoyed at the characters and their choices, and it is the worst, but also the best, and I'm very confused. I have thoughts. I'll share them later. I get a little bit angry and fired up because I just... Come on, Rory. Come on, Lorelai. They're just so dumb. But also relatable. I don't know. Okay, let's just go. Let's just do next, okay? Let's just continue on. Today, I, I don't have a dumb mom moment. A hashtag sorry, Charlie. And it's not because I didn't do anything dumb. I did so many things dumb. There's just not one that, like, sticks out particularly well. So we're going to move on right into the hot mom moment of this week. I actually have two that I'd like to share with you. The first is that such exciting news, everybody. My mama instincts kicked in this week. They kicked in. I'm so excited because I feel like mine took, like, 
a minute to like turn on or whatever they do. But I used my mama instinct and it felt amazing. Okay. So here's what happened. When, when we first brought Charlotte home, I like, I, I, I don't know if it's a mix of like, just like my personality plus postpartum, like some severe postpartum anxiety that I had, but I, I just wanted someone to come into my house and tell me exactly what to do and when to do it. Like, like I, I just, okay, but how do I swaddle or like, like, cause she's screaming and she's been screaming for 40 minutes. I'm like, swaddle ain't cutting it so like can someone come and help me like I just wanted someone to show me how to do everything so I would ask people like how do I do xyz and sometimes people will answer which like maybe this is showing that I have like such good people in my life because most of the mostly they'd be like just use your mama instinct and you got this and every baby's different and oh I did it like this but you do it how you do it so like honestly the best people in my life but I I just wanted someone to come and do it for me. It was just, I just didn't know what the frick I was doing. And I still, I still don't. But at least I have like a grip on sort of things now. But anyway, okay. So I just craved and needed someone to tell me exactly what to do. So I, I joined some mama's groups on Facebook. And, you know, like they are the wild west. Like I'll give it that they are the wild west and people can be so freaking mean, but also there's good parts. And, and one of the good parts is that you get some good advice sometimes. And another one of the good parts that I think is like very valuable. And I recommend to everyone to join a a good mama group is like, you see that other people are struggling with what you're struggling with. And it is so cathartic. It is so awesome to just see that other people are struggling with what you struggled with. So you're like, you know what? We don't know what the heck we're doing, but we're just like experiencing this wild roller coaster together and yeah, you just don't feel so alone. Okay. Wow. I digress. So sorry. Where was I? Oh, okay. 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 So I developed a relationship with someone who I absolutely needed in the beginning. Okay. So she would tell me exactly how to do things and I would do them and they, they like mostly worked. Okay. So now that it's been a minute and I have like my feet wet as a mama, I, I only freak out maybe like once a day <laughs> instead of like once a second. But I, I had a question about something. So I, I texted this person um, and again, totally needed this person in the beginning, but I texted this person for advice on what to do and they told me what to do. And so I decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to do what she told me to do. And a few hours pass and I'm about to do the thing that this person told me to do. And I just like had a force in me that's like, nope, Nope, that's that's not what your baby needs. You need to just relax and and it will work out. And and I I just knew it was going to be okay and and guess what? It was. It was okay. Everything ended up great and I followed my mama instinct and it was perfect and I did it. And I was so freaking happy that I did it and that I felt that. So yay, go me. I felt that mama instinct. It was good. Oh, just a little reminder. Follow your mama instincts this week. Um, my other hot mom moments is that we had a busy, busy week um, going out and about. And like I like I previously mentioned, I just like had a fear of driving 
still still do but I it was so bad like I couldn't go anywhere like I couldn't go anywhere by myself and even when I would be driving with Nathan like I I just was so nervous that we were gonna get in an accident so this week Charlotte and I alone did like five errands like five big things one of them was going to an event for my work and she did amazing you guys she did amazing I was just so beside myself that it was going to be horrible and it was awesome and I know not all weeks are going to go like that and she did fuss a little bit we went to Sam's Club she kind of she kind of freaked a little bit but you know what she did amazing I did amazing that's my hot mom moments for the week. It's going to be okay. If you're in that postpartum crazy anxiety, hugs, hugs, hugs. I love you. We got this. Text me, call me, whatever you need to do. I love you. You're a good mom. (sighs) Okay. Thank you for indulging me on my many hot mom moments. Feeling, Feeling good, which, you know, knock on wood because... Who knows what's coming this next week? According to the Wonder Weeks, she's like entering into leap four, which is apparently one of the biggest leaps yet. And for for those that don't know, Wonder Weeks is this app. Um, actually, I think it's a book and a an Instagram account, but they they've broken down like developmental leaps in babies into ten. I think it's ten or eleven. Um wonder weeks they call it where babies are like extra fussy and like need extra love but it's because they're develop developing so quickly and like changing and like the the world is becoming like real and new to them and anyway so we're 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 just diving into one of the biggest wonder week leaps so knock on wood salt over the shoulder <laughs> let's freaking see how this goes She's so sweet. It'll be fine, but also help. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into pop culture history, okay? I'm so excited. Today is our first dive into June 2008, and we are going to start, as we do, the first episode of the new month with a Cosmo cover to review, okay? So we are reviewing a Cosmo Girl um, from June 2008. And I'll post this on the Instagram. Um, but, you know, follow follow along with me uh, as we review this, this magazine. Okay, so we've got like a pretty blue cover. Cosmo Girl, like I said, Megan Fox is on the cover. Um, she looks weird to me in this. Like she doesn't, like it's, she looks stunning as always, freaking Megan Fox, just so freaking beautiful. Um, but she doesn't really look like herself. Looks pretty, but not like herself. Um, she's in like an orange top with a big chunky beaded necklace. Do you guys remember chunky beaded necklaces? Like that was it. That was it. Uh, I'm pretty sure we all had that. And like the bubble necklaces. Yeah, that was the time. Okay. Um, All right. Let me read some of the headlines. We got 257 hot summer looks, the best swimsuit for your shape, haircut for your face, moves for a bikini body. Okay. I love the haircut for your face. Like I love that. I was like super into that and I still am. I'm like, what is a good haircut for my face? Someone please tell me. But the rest of it is 
we got that kind of toxic 2008 situation. So that headline is getting like, I don't know, six out of 10. Okay. Um, next headline, Megan Fox on beauty, fame, and her obsession with Justin Timberlake. That's so funny that she had an obsession with Justin Timberlake. How cute. Um, (laughs) she's, she really likes blonde, gangly people. I guess Justin Timberlake's not too gangly, but MGK is. And, you know, they're, they're dating slash married slash breaking up. We, we don't really know. We don't really know right now. Anyway, um, I don't know, like five out of 10 for that one. Um, the most exciting part of this Cosmo is that they had an exclusive Jonas Brothers poster inside. Uh, yes, please. 10 out of 10. Amazing. We're going to talk about a song that came out June 2008 a little bit later. Um, but they're so cool. Love, love me some Joe bros. Oh, awkward. I, we also already talked about Jonas Brothers earlier in this podcast. Maybe I'll call this Jonas Brothers or something. I don't know. Okay. So they were doing like a giveaway this month because you had like a hundred plus chances to win clothes, cameras, cell phones, and more. (laughs) Remember, remember when cameras, like digital cameras were like separate from your phone and you had to have your camera and your like little flip phone and you just like took pictures with with your friends and it was so fun you had like a little SD card oh good times okay to round this off we have your summer love horoscope oh you know i read mine like 52 times and the cool thing about my horoscope is that i'm like an aquarius capricorn so I would read both of them and whichever one like resonated with me more. I was like, oh, perfect. This is the one for me. <laughs> oh, man. And then the last one, a little article. I caught him cheating. What would you do? Freaking drop kick him. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah, I think this is a fun, fun magazine. The Jonas Brothers poster really does it for me. So I'm going to give this Cosmo Girl June 2008 a good like... 8 out of 10 rating. Pretty good. Pretty good. All righty. Moving right along and keeping, you know, right on track with the rest of the episode talking about the Jonas Brothers. Guess what came out in June 2008? That's right. Camp Rock. What an absolute banger of a Disney movie. It is the most watched Disney movie, second only to, can you guess? What do you think? What do you think it is? It's High School Musical 2. But anyway, so it's it's the second most watched Disney movie. And did you know that they had a hard time naming the movie? Like they were going to call it Camp Rock Rules or Camp Rock On. But they finally just decided to call it Camp Rock, which I feel like was just such a great choice. Did you know that Kevin and Nick weren't supposed to be cast on the movie, but then their agent decided it would be a great career move for them. So they like pulled some strings and they all got cast. Um, Something else that's kind of sad, but kind of funny to me because I remember this scene. I remember thinking this. Um, One of the actresses who plays Tess, okay, Tess is the mean girl, the mean blonde girl, all right? She's singing Too Cool. And she dislocated her shoulder during that song. And it's so crazy because 
as a eighth grader, I remember watching the scene and thinking, what is up with that chick's shoulders? Like they're wild and like they're so crazy. Like they're going back and forth and back and forth. But the poor thing had just dislocated a shoulder, but she like held it together and finished the song. Like mad props. Her name is Megan. Mad props, Megan. Good job. Poor thing. That sounds really painful. Um, Jonas Brothers in June 2008 released Burning Up, which I absolutely love. We love Burning Up. Do you remember like hearing that for the first time? It's so freaking good. And I still listen to it sometimes. In fact, I, I did some digging on my Spotify and it turns out I listened to Burning Up 27 times in 2022. 27 isn't that so funny oh man i am 29 years old 28 last year but just love the jonas brothers okay um in that music video and in that song they had their bodyguard big rob do a little cameo in that song and when i found out i just oh i just oh my gosh just fell in love with them even more because I just thought they were just so sweet and down to earth for bringing in their bodyguard to sing with them. It was just so tender. So we're going to we're going to listen to that part where Big Rob just steps in, okay? Come on, boys. Bring the chorus around. Oh, we love that, Big Rob. Good job. I wonder what happened to him. I I need to do some research on that. Okay, some other songs that came out June 2008. Okay, we got Viva La Vida by Coldplay. Such a good song. Seven Things by Miley Cyrus. And I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. I remember exactly where I was when I heard I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry for the first time. I was in middle school summer gym aka hell on earth that was awful i i'm so such a fan of physical fitness like yes but when you are in middle school and you have to sweat and you have to like be around people while you try to run a mile hell on earth hell on earth hell on earth hell on earth. Anyway, so I remember listening to Katy Perry on my friend's iPod. Um, I didn't have one. I had like a little $7 MP3 player and only had like seven songs. Um, but anyway, so I was listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, am I sinning? Am I sinning right now? It was, it was a very surreal experience. I like became a woman listening to that song. <laughs> anyway, um, Seven Things by Miley Cyrus. What a song what a song that like looking back that song and like the lyrics allude to such an awful relationship like let's just let's just go over some of these lyrics shall we okay um first of all i'm gonna say this but i'm gonna like talk about how toxic this relationship was but we all know it was a bop. It was a bop and we loved it. We sang it to the top of our lungs because, you know, eighth grade math, there was that boy and you just like hated him, but you loved him and he's mean, but whatever. Anyway. Okay. So some of these lyrics, you're vain, you're games, you're insecure. You love me. You like her. You made me laugh. You made me cry. 
your friends, they're jerks. When you act like them, just know it hurts. Like, how sad. How sad for Miley. This guy sounds like a big old douchebag. A big old douchebag. Some serious butthead behavior. But the biggest burn, okay, the biggest burn on this song is... um. She's like, it's awkward and it's silent as I wait for you to say, but what I need to hear now is your sincere apology. When you mean it, I'll believe it. If you text it, I'll delete it. Oh, bam. Wow. A boundary queen. <laughs> Setting boundaries. Oh, you text it, I'll delete it. Like, you can't text me an apology, you big old dummy. Oh, toxic relationships. Big ol' yikes. That that music video was fire, though. I will give her that. That music video was fire. She had white eyeliner. So, of course, I bought white eyeliner because I saw Miley Cyrus was wearing white eyeliner. Anyway. Oh, man. So much love. Okay. This is kind of a shorter episode. Is it? Or is it normal? It might be normal. I don't know what I'm thinking. But... I think we just have one more little thing to talk about. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to talk about reading. I really liked reading growing up. And I want to know if I had any other fellow bookworms um, with me here. So so I, I read the classics, you know, of course, Harry Potter, of course, Twilight. We'll talk about those. In fact, we're going to talk about Twilight next week. But I'm talking about Hank the Cowdog. Esperanza Rising, Vampires Don't Wear Polka Dots, Because of Winn-Dixie, Anamorphous, like Artemis Fowl, Because of Winn-Dixie. Did I already say that? I think I did. Uglies. The Uglies. Oh, that was so good. That um, trilogy. I think it's a trilogy. Um, so good. So let me know if you read any of these books. We can talk about them more. I really, I really enjoyed reading and I still enjoy reading. I like listen to audiobooks all the time, which Seems to be all I have time for, but I could probably make time to read an actual book. Anyway, okay. Today, we don't have a but at least. But instead, we're going to do another segment where we go full-on investigation mode. Dumb hot detective. Okay? We are going to break out our investigation skills, connect the dots faster than the FBI and CIA combined, and we're going to just dive into some conspiracies and have some fun. This this came from, let me just tell you, I have another I have another name mix-up story for you, okay? Remember last week's Robert De Janeiro? Well, this one is like just as embarrassing, okay? <sighs> okay, here in Utah, there is this segment on the news where this person uh, named... Matt Gephardt does like an investigation, okay? And he does like a a Gephardt investigation and he like cracks down con- like conspiracies and like points out the things that are bad that are going on in Utah and around the the I think the country. But anyway, I thought that this person's name was Gep Gephardt. I thought it was Gep Gephardt because they always said on the news, like, you know, tune in for where we Gep Gephardt with Gep Gephardt. You know, like, it was just like, oh, what a weird name. Like, his parents hated him. Gep? They named him Gep. And his last name's Gephardt. What a crazy thing. Turns out it is Get with a T. Gephardt. So you're like, 
getting get part. Like, you know, so that's super embarrassing. But that's where this little ditty comes from. I guess I don't know anybody's name. I don't know anybody's name and I'm really sorry about it. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Let's go into this juicy little number. I know y'all have heard of this, but we're just going to kick it off with like a really basic one and then we can dig in deeper on weeks where A, I have a little bit more time to write my script and two, something pops up and comes to me. So anyway, okay. Let's talk about Avril Lavigne. Okay. I know you've heard of this, that Avril Lavigne is possibly not here anymore and that her double, Melissa, is actually who is portraying Avril Lavigne. Okay, so let's just do a little bit of background. So in 2003, Avril released her album Let Go that was absolute fire. Okay, she had Skater Girl complicated, you know, the classic, perfect, angsty teen music, just so good. And just, it was everywhere. Right. And we were all dressing like Avril, but in that same year that she got super, super popular, her grandfather died, which is so sad because her grandfather was her best friend and they were super close. And she was just having like a really, really hard time with that. And she was having a hard time with the fame. And so they hired Melissa, a lookalike, to do public appearances um, just so just so Avril could like grieve and take some time and just like not be so absolutely surrounded by the fame, by the, um, oh my gosh, what are they called? The like follower, oh, paparazzi, the paparazzi. Um, so they they just like hired the double and I've seen the side-by-side -side pictures and I've got to say, it's pretty suspicious. Like their mouths are slightly different, but different enough where I'm like, okay, I don't think that surgery or like lip filler could change it this much. Like the structure of her mouth, kind of suspicious, kind of suspicious. So I'll post that side by side on my Instagram. Um, but let's go through a few other things. So their voices are different too. Like she went from like kind of like grungy, like down here register to talking up here. And that is interesting because if she was going through such a hard time with her grandpa passing, why would she like all of a sudden go into a higher register with her voice being like super peppy and happy? And also at the same time, her style changed, which... Listen, I know style can change. Absolutely, I know. But she went from like her grungy, like big old trousers and like camo and like chains and stuff to more frilly and girly and pink and more feminine. She like dressed in more dresses and was a little bit softer, which was super different. And wore, she wore more makeup too, which is super different from her like original look. Again, maybe was she just getting older? Like, I'm pretty sure if someone like pulled a picture of, of me and they were like, oh my gosh, Chris is a new person, which yeah, because I aged, you know, so maybe she's just aging, but I don't know. There's like too many little weird coincidences. Another coincidence is her handwriting. Her handwriting went from small and kind of messy and like smushed together to big and bubbly and like... I don't know. That's just kind of weird to me. I tried to change my handwriting because I wanted it to be big and bubbly and girly, but I could only like 
keep that up for a while and then I like went back to my like messy handwriting so if she was changing her handwriting she like super committed super committed there are other reports that she has like a birthmark that changed places and like freckles that like disappeared which again could be aging but what what do we think what do we think is this regular growth and style change is she just getting older or is this a completely different person do we think that avril lavigne either like stepped back from the spotlight and just had melissa her her lookalike just roll with the the name brand of avril lavigne did she pass away like what what do we think? What do we think? Let me know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. This is another episode of Dumb Hot Mom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to rate and review and download and subscribe and maybe share on your social media. Share on your social media. Anyway, thank you so much. Have a great day. Remember that you are hot and have an excellent week. Thanks so much. Thank <laughs> you.